An entitled Karen tries to claim that I'm pulling fire alarms on purpose, threatening to call the police in the process. But what she doesn't know is that I'm testing the alarms as a part of the fire alarm company that I work for. But no matter how hard I try to explain this to her, she simply refuses to listen. Here's what happened. So about a year ago, I was working as a helper for a fire alarm company that does testing and maintenance on fire alarm systems for industrial buildings, as well as warehouses and utility complexes. Usually in an office building setting, you wait till everyone goes home for the day, but some industries have multiple shifts and you have to just find the best time that you can test the alarms. Our usual inspection involves setting off all devices one at a time, making sure they report properly and inspecting sprinkler pipes to make sure they're in good shape. As a courtesy, not only for the customers, but for ourselves, we silence fire alarm panels before setting things off and do one-time horn and strobe light check just to make sure those all work too, instead of having to hear them every time. After a while, you fall into a rhythm of hitting a smoke detector or a pull station, wait for your partner to confirm he got the signal, reset if applicable, and move on to the next thing. And you don't always inform those around you of what you're doing. Utilities and warehouses assume you know what you're doing, so they end up just not bothering you. But office buildings have a lot of noisy people in them. So, I go up to the third floor of an office building, which was the halfway point for the building of five stories. When I casually stroll over to a pull station, at the stairs and place my hand on the station. And this is right when I meet this entitled crazy Karen. I suddenly hear the shrill voice next to me as she says, what do you think you're doing? You'll go to jail if you touch that. I was a bit taken aback by this lady in her 50s who looked like a twin to my old high school math teacher. I look at her and I say, oh, I'm with a fire alarm testing company. We have the horn silence and since we're doing our annual check of the system, I will only be a minute. I reach over to pull the station when she's screeches at me again. And if there were words in this screech, I couldn't make them out. She moved between me and the pool station and seemed to be looking for something on me. Where's your badge? Who let you in here? I opened my mouth to say that I work for that company, but that's as far as I got. So you don't work here. You can't just go into a strange office building and set off the alarm. That is illegal. She then called down the cubicles for someone to call security, which was not much in terms of security in the first place. It was just a guy with a company-issued flash and a two-hour training video under his belt. I then respond by saying, well, for the next few days, I do work here as a contractor, checking your fire alarm panels. If you like, I'll come back to this floor after hours. And again, we worked odd hours to try and avoid getting in the customer or the company's way. She then says to me, get your site contractor up here right now. He'll know what's going on. Sure enough, a few minutes later of texting my partner to let him know I'll be delayed by a few minutes, my site contractor comes up, and before he can even ask what was going on, this crazy entitled Karen launched into her story. This crazy kid came up here and was threatening to set off all the sprinklers, even though there were no sprinklers on this floor. She then said I was trying to get the fire department here on a false call and that they should call the police on me. My site contractor looked really annoyed. He said to her, um, this is our fire alarm contractor. The same company checked our system last year. This entitled Karen said, well, that's not the guy from last year. I say to her, oh, you mean my partner? I then pulled out my phone and I pulled up a picture of my coworker, and she gets this defensive look on her face as she realizes that she made a scene out of nothing. I still, to this day, don't know if she thought she was trying to save the company a headache or if she was just crazy, but she backed down and apologized to the site contractor, not even me. I tried to keep my customer service smile on my face, but everyone could tell it was fake and only put on for her benefit. I then say to her, here, I'll show you I'm legit. I reached to the pool station 
second and I pulled the trigger down, causing her to jump in panic. No horns went off, no strobe lights flashed. I go on to say, we disabled the horns this morning and we are in the middle of testing. We'll make sure not to make any noise till everyone goes home, I promise. Ever since then, I make sure to be obnoxiously obvious in what I'm doing, explaining to people what I was there for to the point of being really annoying. But a few joking retellings of this interaction usually puts people at ease. As a contractor, yes, I do work here for the next few days, even if I don't work for you specifically. I'm in a different industry now, and it's about that time of year when that site gets their annual checks done. And it makes me wonder if someone else is going to get bothered in the way that I did when I had a run-in with that crazy entitled Karen. I can't stand people who act like that. They see someone doing something that they're not familiar with, and they take it upon themselves to try and act like the hero of their story. That kind of main character syndrome is so obnoxious. Like, first off, you don't even know what that guy's doing. You're making assumptions about him standing next to a fire alarm, and instead of asking him, you basically decided to be like, no, you gotta stop right now. Like, is your job that boring where you have to start bothering people around you just to be entertained? Because I've worked in that kind of environment, and dealing with a crazy Karen like that on a daily basis truly is obnoxious. They never have anything to do, they're always bored, and they're the type of person that would probably gossip about other people in the office. It's obnoxious, and you can clearly see her entitlement on full display. And the biggest proof of that is the fact that she didn't even apologize to this guy in the first place. She looked at the site contractor and said, I'm sorry, instead of saying I'm sorry to the guy that she literally was bothering. But thankfully, she got put in her place pretty quickly, because her behavior was completely out of line, and she had no right to treat the original poster in the way that she did. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My fiance is spending a lot of time by herself with another classmate while she's at grad school. And despite my attempts to establish some kind of boundary, I'm being treated as if I don't want her to have any friends, as well as being treated like I'm the one manipulating her. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. I'm a 22-year-old male, and the woman I've been dating who's also 22 struggles a lot with bipolar disorder and a handful of other issues. We've been going through a series of rough patches, and I want to get an opinion on things that are currently happening. To give a quick summary of our relationship, last year we moved to a new city together. I had to put my undergrad on hold for a semester due to transfer requirements, and instead I worked throughout the rest of the year while my girlfriend was starting grad school. Since this is a new city, we practically restarted our support systems, but she has a good number of family and cousins out here to support her. But for me, I don't have anybody except a few distant family friends. Recently, we've gotten into it over a situation where she went out with one of her classmates and then didn't get home until early in the morning. I was under the impression that it was a group outing, but when she got back, she told me it was just her and one of the guys kicking it together. She told me that they hung out at the park and they went to dinner, then to the bars, and that she would have been home a lot earlier if she wasn't drunk. When she got back home, I ended up explaining to her that this made me uncomfortable and that it's cool to have fun with friends, but the two of them literally have no business chilling until the morning when we're both in a relationship. She doubled down on her stance and told me that I was trying to be controlling when I asked that she refrain from going out with a guy alone at night till that late. After that, she just shut off and went to bed, sending me an apology over text messaging. When we finally started talking about it, she proceeded to explain that she feels lonely because we've been arguing a lot and again, that it doesn't make things better that she barely has any friends at school. She just wants a companion and this person was the first true friend that she felt she could make and that she was never going to stop having friends. Truthfully, I understand where she's coming from about wanting friends, but I still think 
that the way she went about it was all wrong and she would have freaked out if I was the one acting like this. I don't think it's correct to even call me insecure because she has a couple of guy friends and I have no problem with any of this. I tried to flip the narrative around so that she could understand my point of view but she replied that she wouldn't care because at the end of the day she trusts me enough to let me do anything I want but I honestly don't believe that. Additionally, this isn't the first time that I've told her about how her actions make me uncomfortable specifically with how she still hung out with her ex-boyfriend and his friends when we first started dating. Literally she told me how this dude was all up in her face talking about how he missed her and other stuff like that but I was more so upset about how it was her last night in the city and she decided to hang out with a dude and her friends for the entire night and then came home early in the morning expecting me to be ready for her and on her last night to boot. So can I get some clarity on this situation? Because now I'm being labeled as insecure and manipulative because I didn't like the way that she went about things. I'm a firm believer in the idea that you can't stop people from cheating or doing what they want to do. But I'm just surprised my attempt at asking her to enforce boundaries was met with defensiveness and a closed mind. I really think that the way she's fighting me on this and everything else is manipulative because if she ever came to me about someone, I would nip it in the bud. She wouldn't even be in a situation to feel like that. I came to her with the explanation that it makes me uncomfortable and it feels like she's putting all her energy into starting a relationship with this new classmate of hers rather than helping maintain and rebuild our current relationship. What should I do? I first want to start off with a little bit of clarification that the original poster made in their too long didn't read section of this post. They went on to clarify that this is actually their fiance and that their fiance is the one going out with a classmate all the way till early hours of the morning and that in my opinion is completely inappropriate. It really does sound like she's getting a second boyfriend. Like what is happening right now? With the added context of this person being engaged to their girlfriend, this is absolutely incredibly inappropriate. This would be inappropriate if they were still just boyfriend and girlfriend, but that added clarity just makes this a whole different issue. This is your future wife we're talking about who is literally going out of her way to try and make a new relationship with this classmate. And instead of like making time for you, she's deciding to try and make time for this guy. That definitely is really sketchy and I don't blame you for being upset. I don't think it's unreasonable for you to put up some kind of boundary or for you to explain that this is really inappropriate and she shouldn't be doing this. So no, you're not at fault in my opinion. Your fiance is being really sketchy right now and you have every right to question her motives. Am I the jerk for banning my friend from my house because she smells bad? Here's what happened. So my friend by the name of Jackie, that's not her real name, has been friends with me since middle school and now we're 19 years old. We've always hung out at each other's houses to watch shows together but over the past year she has started to smell really bad. She's aware of this and obviously it is a bit embarrassing but this is really bad body odor. I'm not sure how this happens though. She says that she showers every day and uses prescription deodorant but the smell still wafts around us. Anyways the other day she came over to watch our show that we want to watch and I could smell her as soon as she stepped into the house. I ignored it as best as I could and we just carried on as normal. After she left my dad came home from work and immediately adopted a sour look on his face. He sniffed the air and went, what smells like dirty gym socks in here? Embarrassed, I said it was my friend Jackie who just left. My dad has a very sensitive nose and hates most perfumes and fragrant soaps because they just give him a headache. He went to sit on the couch where we were and got upset that the couch smelled so bad. His temper rose and he yelled out that he doesn't want her in the house anymore if she's going to stink up the place. The next day, Jackie asked if she could come over again 
man? To which I wasn't sure how to reply. So I just said that I was busy. But this kept going on. Where she would ask to come over. And I had to make up some excuse just to disguise what's actually happening. Finally, she got mad at me. And asked why suddenly I could never have her over anymore. When I could before. Look, there's no easy way to tell someone that they stink. But I figured she deserved to know the truth. So I finally said, my dad doesn't want you at our place anymore. Since he says that you smell bad. She looked embarrassed and then asked me if I thought that she smelled bad, to which I nodded yes. She then got mad and said, so what, I can never come over to your house again after seven years? My parents already give me enough garbage about how I smell every day, and I'm doing everything I can about it. Now you're going to do this too? I offered that I could come over to her place and watch things there, but she refused since her family is a bit of a mess when the guests come over. She is still mad at me, and I feel like I ruined our friendship, even though I still want to be friends with her regardless of how she smells. So honestly, am I the jerk for informing my friend that she's not allowed at our house because she smells bad? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Honestly, it sounds like your friend has some kind of medical issue. If she's showering every day and she uses prescription deodorant and she still smells so badly, then there might be something going on where she might need medical help. And the original poster has it right. There is no easy way to tell somebody that they smell bad, but at least you're good enough friends to be like, hey, you smell bad, that's why you can't come over. And unfortunately, this kind of sounds like this is the dad's rules. You can't really change that dynamic and unfortunately, you can't make him change his mind. Like, don't get me wrong, She is rightfully frustrated with what she's dealing with, but she shouldn't have taken it out on you. The circumstances really do suck. They really do. But it all comes back to the smell that she has. And it sounds like the dad doesn't hate her in general. He just doesn't like the fact that she smells bad. It literally has nothing to do with her personally. So hopefully this friendship can still be maintained. Because honestly, I can completely understand if it falls apart. Telling someone that they smell bad and that that's the reason why they can't come over to your house would probably tear apart even the best of friends. But hopefully for your sake, that doesn't happen and you're still able to have a good friendship with this person. Am I the jerk for finally saying no to my blind neighbor who is asking for too much from me and my wife and is absolutely taking advantage of our kindness? Here's what happened. So I moved around five months ago with my wife to a new apartment and we have a blind neighbor who lives alone in front of our door. At the beginning, he was very kind. He introduced himself when we arrived and a few weeks later, he brought a candle as a gift. After that, this neighbor started knocking on the door, asking for help in different situations, with his cell phone, his computer, or with the task of the course that he takes. In one of these situations, he told me that he needs to check his blood every day to control his diabetes, and he asked me if I could go every day in the morning to check his blood. I decided to accept, so my wife and I were going every day for two months to check his blood. But when we were there, suddenly other tasks appeared. He asked me to help him with tasks every day. 
And also, he's very invasive, asking about all these tasks that my wife and me are doing every single day. He even asks us for our plans for the weekend, and if we don't have any plans, he'll ask us to come over and just do stuff for him. He started asking me for car rides, so I accepted twice, but I was starting to feel bothered. Days later, he asked for a ride again, and I finally managed to deny it. I work from home some days, so it's not because that I'm home that I'm free to answer him knocking on the door at any time. This whole situation and the increase of requests ended up irritating my wife and I a lot. And in the last week, in addition to going every day to check his blood, he still asked us to call him every day. We tried to send him text messages and he started complaining that he would prefer phone calls. He was never ready for us. So besides checking his blood, we also had to wake him up every single day. So this Sunday, we had had enough and I decided to stop this situation. So I told him that we started going to the gym in the morning and we couldn't go over to his house anymore. He put on an act saying he was very nervous with this situation, but I had read about manipulative people and I think that's the case with him. He did everything to make me feel bad and guilty and asked me to be there early to check his blood, even after I said it wasn't possible. So I said no again. And after that, he said, I can pay you. And I told him that I already have a job and it sounded offensive to me that he said that because we never charged him a penny in these two months of helping him. I left there relief for having managed to say no and I thought he would rethink his actions but in the same day he knocked on my door again asking for help with his cell phone. I'm tired of feeling trapped in my own home and I'm getting to the point of asking him not to knock on my door or call me anymore. I understand that he's blind and he has limitations but here in California the government gives money and assistance for these people like he has someone who goes to his house and helps him clean and do other daily activities. My plan is to stop having contact with him and if he knocks on my door again I'll ask him not to do it anymore and for him to send text messages or an audio message if he needs something so am I the jerk for saying no to my blind neighbor after he started demanding a lot what should I do you are absolutely not the jerk this guy is honestly being super creepy and I'm honestly blown away that you said yes to checking his blood every morning that is so sketchy and that could have ended very badly for you and your wife like imagine if something went wrong. You don't think he's going to blame you and your wife on his diabetes not being in check? Like you're the ones checking his blood for the past two months. Who's to say he wouldn't pin that on you if something went wrong? And also, you've got it right. He has somebody who can help him out on his daily efforts. He receives assistance from the state. So you absolutely have no obligation to help him out in the slightest. And let me take this even a step further. If I was in your shoes, I would go over to his house right away and tell him straight up that I will no longer be available to help him out around the house. I would explain my feelings on the matter and say that we can still be good neighbors, but I am unavailable to be your personal assistant. Like, this guy has someone for that specifically. There is someone that can help him take care of his needs and help him out in that area. And frankly, it is not your responsibility or your possible liability to take care of his everyday needs. I don't think that's you being the jerk in the slightest, and if he's willing to pay you for helping him out, then he absolutely can pay an actual professional to assist him with his needs. Because at the end of the day, you are not a nurse and you're not a caretaker, and you should not be guilt-tripped into helping somebody out. Am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend that using her GPS skills instead of a navigation app always gets us lost? Here's what happened. Okay, so my girlfriend and I often go on road trips together. No matter how many times I suggest using our smartphones and navigation apps, she says she has fantastic GPS skills personally. The reality is we end up taking wrong turns, getting lost, or becoming 
coming late to our destination almost every time. So recently, we went on a trip to a national park three hours away, and she insisted on navigating us to our destination. Midway through, though, we were so lost once again, which led to a lot of frustration for the both of us. When I brought up using Google Maps or something like that, she then goes off on how technology can't always be trusted, and she loves figuring out roads like a puzzle. By this point, I was fed up, and I told her that her navigation skills were awful, and that she got us lost every time. She then got super upset and said I was demeaning her abilities. So honestly, am I the jerk for being real about her navigation skills, as well as telling her that we should have used my phone? First off, this is hilarious to me. She really wants to use travel time as like some puzzle opportunity. Like, really? I don't want to solve a puzzle. I just want to get through this national park and not be completely lost for four hours. Is that honestly way too much to ask? Like, I can't really think I'm the bad guy here, right? And also, what is she talking about you can't trust technology? Like, in this case, I'm absolutely going to trust Google Maps. Google Maps is way smarter than my girlfriend in this situation. Like, if she was around her hometown or where you guys reside, I would then be more understanding of her knowing her way around town. But this is a place she's never been to before. She's trying to seriously act like, oh man, I can get wherever I need to. I have inbuilt GPS skills that are better than Google Maps. But in reality, she absolutely doesn't. If anything, she's just getting you lost, and that is super obnoxious. So no, you are not the jerk in this situation. Your girlfriend's being weird, and the fact that she got upset over this of all things, in and of itself is honestly really funny. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.